news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Ragland Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we love you. We adore you. We worship you. We magnify you. And we glorify your great name. We continue to pray for peace in the Middle East. We pray for my friend who must undergo a biopsy. We pray that your word will go forth. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do. In the name of the mighty Savior, Jesus Christ, amen. My friends, last week we discussed the preparation of Jesus. And this week, I want to look at the ministry of Jesus. His ministry can be broken down into four parts, the beginning of the gospel, the Judean ministry, the Galilean ministry, and the last journeys to Jerusalem. The ministry is narrated from four views in the gospels and begins with the baptism of Jesus and the anointing of the Holy Spirit. This story is found in Matthew chapter 3, verses 13 through 17, Mark chapter 1, verses 9 through 11, and Luke chapter 3, verses 21 through 23. The reference to the baptism in John's gospel is found in John chapter 1, verses 29 through 34. First, let's look at Matthew's version of the baptism, found in Matthew chapter 3, verses 13 through 17. It reads, Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. And John tried to prevent him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and are you coming to me? But Jesus answered and said to him, Permit it to be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he allowed him. When he had been baptized... Jesus came up immediately from the water, and behold, heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting upon him. And suddenly a voice came from heaven, saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. My friends, the beginning of Jesus' public ministry was also the beginning of the Messianic era, with Jesus functioning as Messiah judge, and savior. As Messiah, he was the anointed one, sent to be king. As judge, he was sent to be the righteous judge over all mankind. And as savior, he was sent to pay for all sins with his life. Baptism for Jesus has caused controversy among scholars as they argue that since Jesus was sinless, why would he need John's baptism? which was a baptism of repentance. For Jesus, it was a baptism to serve as a model for others. Those listening to the message of John were looking for a Messiah who would bring righteousness. If the Messiah were to provide righteousness for sinners, Jesus would be baptized to identify with sinners without committing a sin. John did not think it was necessary as he didn't think he was worthy. The Spirit of God, the voice of God, and the Son were all in one place, one of the two events where all three members of the Trinity were present, with the other event being the transfiguration 
found in Matthew chapter 17, verses 1 through 13. The dove was an ancient symbol of purity, innocence, peace, freedom from judgment, and gentleness. Folks, John's ministry was to prepare the way for the ministry of Jesus. John used water baptism as an external symbol of moral cleansing and a desire to break from the sin that had separated people from God. But John declares the one you should follow will baptize you with the Holy Spirit, which was an internal cleansing. Mark opened his gospel stating that Jesus Christ was the Son of God. At the baptism, the Father proclaims his Son and expresses his approval. Mark's theme throughout his gospel was the sacrificial servant Jesus, and Jesus entered public ministry as a servant. The Greek term for Christ corresponds with the Hebrew word Messiah, which means anointed king. Luke's version of the baptism added details not mentioned in Matthew or Mark's narrative, although his version was brief. His version, found in Luke chapter 3, verses 21 through 23, declares, When all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also was baptized, and while he prayed, the heaven was opened, and the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove upon him, and a voice came from heaven which said, You are my beloved Son, in you I am well pleased. My brothers and sisters, Jesus was in line to be baptized, and it turned into a prayer meeting. You see, while you're waiting in line at the grocery store, pray. While traffic is backed up, pray. While waiting on the train to finish crossing, pray. Anytime you find yourself with excess time, put down that phone, stop scrolling, and instead, pray. Luke's narrative also says the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form, which is unique to Luke's gospel. The Holy Spirit came upon Jesus to fulfill the prophecy that he would come as a prophet, which is found in Isaiah chapter 61, verse 1, which declares, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. My comrades for Christ, in Luke chapter 4, verses 17 through 21, Jesus reads this passage from Isaiah in the synagogue and then tells the listeners that today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Jesus also fulfills the prophecy of the Messiah found in Isaiah chapter 11, verse 1, and that reads, There shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and of fear. Friends, Jesus also fulfilled the prophecy that he would be the servant of the Lord, found in Isaiah chapter 42, verse 1. And that reads, Behold my servant, whom I uphold, my elect one, in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the Gentiles. Folks, all of these prophecies were fulfilled 
at the baptism of Jesus as the Holy Spirit was upon him. John's Gospel does not give the details of the baptism as found in the Synoptic Gospels, as his narrative of the baptism is from the eyewitness viewpoint of John the Baptist. John identifies Jesus as the Lamb of God. John's narrative is found in John chapter 1, verses 29 through 34. It declares, The next day John saw Jesus coming towards him, and said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, After me comes a man who is preferred before me, for he was before me. I did not know him, but that he should be revealed to Israel. Therefore I came baptizing with water. And John bore witness, saying, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and it remained upon him. I did not know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, Upon whom you see the Spirit descending and remaining on him, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And I have seen and testified that this is the Son of God. Folks, Jesus was the God-ordained, God-gifted sacrificial offering who would take upon him all the sins of the world, not just the sins of Israel. The Lamb emphasizes the gentle and innocent character of Jesus who suffered to take on the sin, becoming sin for us. John knew Jesus as a relative, but he didn't know him as the Messiah until God revealed it to him. My friends, the Holy Spirit came upon those who were at Pentecost and he prepared them to continue the work that Christ had begun. And if you are ready to spread the good news about Jesus Christ, Repent and be baptized. Ask the Holy Spirit to empower you to speak boldly about the one who set you free from sin. Let's pray. Father, thank you for sending Jesus as our example for baptism as well as our example of how to live. We pray these things in the name of the banner for the peoples, Jesus Christ, amen. And if you gave your life to Christ, email me at hello at greatministries.org and I'll assist you in finding a place to be baptized. I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church, send your prayer request, your praise reports, and your comments to our email address, which is hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. Stay safe, be blessed, and have a great week.